Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. 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 This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward, ho. What's happening, brother? It's your boy, Papa Panda 9714 from Michigan. A uh, couple things. One, man, liking what you're doing with the podcast. I had a couple honorable mentions for your position. One, you said the words froggy style when you're talking about doggy style. Actually, I had somebody name that position. Actually, more so like cowgirl, except your girl got her feet planted on the bed next to your hips. And she's using all thigh action to just bounce up and down on you. You get the longest strokes that way, and you can do that in standard or reverse. If you ever watch porn flicks with sisters, you've seen it a billion times because that's their go-to move. Second honorable mention is, uh, I forget what they call it, but it's in the Kendrick book, and it's basically where you sit with your legs crossed, which I know you said that shit is lame, but hear me out. You sit with your legs crossed, sitting up. She's straddles you with her legs crossed behind you sitting up. This way you get all access to titties, cheeks, kisses, necks, everything. It's basically you can reach everything except her clit, but her clit is resting right on your pelvic bone, so it's getting all that work anyway. So, there are my two honorable mentions for your, for your podcast. And on a side note from that, brother, I know you out in L.A., and I've been seeing that viral video of all the fire. So I hope you and the fam and your extended family safe. Other than that, man, holla at you. Listen, be waiting for the next podcast. Stay easy. Peace. Well, like like Papa Panda 917-90210 said, um, yeah, that second position where, you know, I have my leg, I can't do it, Papa. I can't do it, Papa Panda uh, Express, because um, the the whole straddle thing, like the whole straddle thing bothers me. Uh, I'll look into the first one, though, the long stroke, the long stroke position. I like the long strokes. Pause. I mean, like to do them, um, you know, to my wife, that is. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know about crap, but you know what? I will try that shit in them books, though. I'll just, look, we just gonna try some stuff. We just gonna try some stuff, so. Good looking out on that. I, You know, I I don't want to say I'm gonna hit you up for the information. I'm just gonna research it. I'm gonna Google it and stuff like that. But, uh, I appreciate the feedback, as always, and I thank you for that, and keep, and keep the feedback coming. Now, I want to get into something important. I want first of all I want to give a shout out to first of all I want to give a shout out to all the parents out there okay I want to give a shout out to the single parents that are actively in their kids life now when I say active I don't I by you being a single parent that means you're the only parent there I get that but when I mean by active I mean you put them in sports in the book club jogging club chess Whatever the activity is, you you know you you push them and and I mean it might be a um, what do you call it a hobby of theirs that they do, and you help 
you know, push them along and and you're in there, you're supportive and, you know, probably a coach like I'm a coach for my son's team. And you're there, you know, on the weekend, you got to take them to debates and matchups and games and shit like that. And let me tell you something. When when it's just one parent in a household with no support, I mean, maybe you have other kids or, you know, maybe you have another family member staying with you that could help. But it's nothing like having two parents in a household when you have active kids, you know. Uh, me and my wife, shit, man, every weekend, damn near every weekend, we need each other to, you know, help each other out, man, you know, throughout the house, outside the house, you know, um, and as you know, it, the topic today is, is I'm, I'm being a little bit on the personal side, so I'm going to go through my weekend as of last weekend. And I'm going to let you know how busy it was. And the reason why, I mean, it was packed. It was packed. It was every second, every minute counted. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I have a 24, I have a 24 second clock that goes off from the time that I get off work to the time that I go to sleep. And that clock is there for because I'm trying to have sex with my wife in between that. Okay. Now... Just to give you a little insight, you know, uh, I work in L.A., you know, all across L.A. from, you know, the southern part, um, like Hawthorne, Torrance. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of my listeners that's not from here don't know what I'm talking about. But let's just say I work on one side of L.A. all the way to the other side of L.A., to the east side, to the south side, west, north. Mainly north, which is uh, Beverly Hills, Bel Air, Westwood, that area, you know, Culver City. You know, then you can go back south, which is Torrance, Hawthorne, uh, you know, places like that. Um, three days a week. And, you know, I'm away from home three days a week. So that counts out, that cancels out any type of sexual beaks that I'm like it. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you just cancel it out, you know. So that only gives me Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And most of the time, it's going to be on the weekend. But let me tell you what happened this weekend. That 24 hour, that 24 second, I keep saying 24 hour, that 24 second clock starts from the time that I wake up at work uh, to the time that we go to bed and, uh, for, to, you know, to start our work weekend. Now, the 24 second clock is important. If you know, if you watch basketball, you don't have to be a fan of basketball. You don't really have to know, uh, the ins and out of basketball to know what a 24 second clock is, is, is real basic. You have 24 seconds to get a shot off. Now, the thing is, a great player, um, I'm talking about a great player or a, a player with a high IQ knows that he has to get the ball. Uh, he has to come up with a play, not just him, but maybe the coach, you know, but there's some uh, players out there that have the IQ to drop their own play. You know, the coach will allow them to do their own thing in some cases. Most cases, probably the coach 
will say, you know, go out there and do your thing or go out there and let's run this play, you know. So with me, I'm a seasoned veteran. I can come up with my own play or my own uh, strategy within that 24 seconds to get what I have to get. In this particular case, I'm not shooting my shot for a point. I'm shooting my shot to get them draws, okay? Now, you might say, well, how does 24 seconds cover the whole weekend? Well, when you have weekends like the Taylors where, you know, half of the month or majority of the month, we have to go to uh, basketball tournaments. And these tournaments can start from anywhere from 8 o'clock in the morning. uh, Or you could have a game all the way until, you know, as late as 8 o'clock at night. Literally. You know what I mean? So I have to schedule around that. Then don't let there be other activities or uh, errands to run before or after. See, everything has to be calculated. Everything has to be calculated. And that's where I'm going to start with uh, when I was at work. So I'm already planning to get in them draws, okay? I'm already planning from the time that from the time that I, I go to my last shift, with, which is uh, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., I'm already thinking about it. You know, you have to plan it out. If you don't, you will fail fast, okay? So, last weekend, I wake up at work. Uh, it's, a, it's a sleep overnight. Um, and I wake up about 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock, you know, and I start, and I start my day. And I'm already thinking about it. Now, I'm doing my work, and I get off at 8. Now, this particular day, which was a Saturday, I asked my co-worker to, you know, if he can come a little bit early so I could beat traffic. And there is no traffic on Saturdays and Sundays. But if you know, if you want to know something about L.A. freeways, they're unpredictable. What I mean by unpredictable is there's three things that can cause traffic in L.A. Construction a car accident and just we're just overpopulated and but the 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 bulk of the 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 height of the traffic or majority of the traffic will be during a weekday of course during rush hour time uh, and and that's rush hour time going to work and coming from work uh, Mondays is real bad Fridays is probably the worst because everybody is getting off early and on time and late so if you get if you get to LA and about eight o'clock and you don't get out till five, you might as well wait until eight o'clock or nine o'clock to get on the freeway, depending on where you're going, though. See, I stay an hour away. So it, there has been two hours and some change to get to my crib from L.A. Uh, without traffic, just, you know, a straight breeze. We're looking at 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. With heavy, heavy, heavy traffic, we're talking about two hours. Two hours and some change. On the average, we're probably looking at 115, 120. You know? So, again, I asked to be relieved, you know, 15 minutes prior to my regular clock out time. And my, you know, my, my, my coworker came through. Hop on the freeway, it's a breeze. Only one thing. I had Louisiana chicken the night before. 
tow that chicken up. But I think they put a little, whatever little spices they put in it, or uh, pepper or whatever it is. See, my stomach is kind of sensitive. I can eat, I can eat hot food, but it uh it'll upset it a little bit. I cannot do spicy food at all. Spicy food would probably damn near kill me. You know, I don't like spicy food because I feel like, why is it so hot to where it takes away from the taste? That's stupid. But, you know, it is what it is. So I try to avoid very, like, real, real spicy food. Uh, jerk chicken, anything with jalapenos, just, you know, real hot shit. Um, but I can eat, you know, certain hot foods. You know, mild wings with a little kick to it, yeah. But it was still, like, rumble with my stomach. And so those wings that I got from, um, that I got from Louisiana... They were kind of bothering me. So once I got on the freeway, I'm, I'm cruising along. Then I got that little rumble down there. You know what I'm saying? That little rumble was like knock, knock. And so I had to gauge it. I had, I had to see how far I can get. Now, I got damn near almost halfway to, uh, let me see. I, I would say halfway to the crib, almost halfway to the crib, and got off the freeway. Now, the thing is, what I have to add to this story is that my son tournament, he had a tournament on Saturday, all right? Not only did he have a tournament Saturday, he had two games in the morning. Well, he had one game in the morning, one in semi-afternoon. Then we had a birthday party to go to that was between 1 and 4, 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. After that, the fellas, you know, my, my boy Will from Vegas came out here because we was all celebrating my boy Dobby's birthday, which was a surprise birthday party which he didn't know about at the time. So I have tournament, birthday party, and then another surprise birthday party. The first birthday party was for a baby. The second birthday party was for my boy Dobby. Now, rewind. Morning Freeway, I have to get, the first game was at was at 9.40. So remember, I, tell you, I, I told you I get off at 8, and it's going to take me about 45 minutes to an hour to get to the house. But I don't have to go to the house. The reason why I have to go that way instead of going straight to the tournament is that my mother-in-law stays with us, and she works on the weekends. So we wasn't planning on coming back until later on that evening, real late, and I'll get to that, which means I will leave the car with her at her job. And her job is about maybe four or five exits from my exit to go home. So it helps with time. My wife, my wife would meet me there. You know, my son spent the night over his teammate's house, so he will already be at the game. They want us at the game the hour before the game starts, right? But if the kid is there or if the kid goes with another family or whatever, we don't have to rush. So the plan was to meet at my mother-in-law's job. She would pick me up, and then we would go to the game, and we would get to the game on time. What I mean by on time is probably before the right before the game starts. Because where we had to go, the tournament was 30 to 40 minutes away from our house. <laughs> so, see, all these minutes and these seconds, everything matter. So, if it takes 40 minutes to get to my house and I get off at 8, I mean, well, if it takes almost 45 to an hour, that means I'm going to get to my house around 9 or a little bit after 9. If the tournament starts at 
and it's already 30, 40 minutes away, that means everything has to happen like back to back. Get on the freeway. I'm 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 doing good time. I'm having a good. I'm having. I'm making good time. Let's put it like that. I'm making good time because remember, I got off 15 minutes prior to eight o'clock. But stomach started rumbling. I'm like, uh, I don't want to shit on myself. So I head to the nearest Denny's. You know, halfway to the crib. I get to the Denny's. It's only one stall already occupied. The guy that was in there seemed like he was going to be another five, ten minutes giving it up. Okay, he was having some issues. I didn't have time to wait. So I hop back in the car. My stomach settled down a little bit. I then proceed to drive to my mother-in-law's job. I get to her job and I immediately I rush in there. The wife is on her way. She's probably like maybe two or three minutes behind me. I go and use uh, their establishment, their bathroom, and they have three to four stalls. Makes me feel even much better because a, a SA walked in with me and he had on construction boots. Now, if you know a Hispanic that wear construction boots, you know that they eat spicy food. That carne asada burritos or whatever, it got it, most likely they got all kind of spicy uh, altercations up in that goddamn burrito. I'm talking about they be eating the hottest shit, drinking beer, you know what I'm saying, Coronas, Budweiser's, they be lit loaded, you know what I'm saying? So I know, I know he was going in there to take care of some business. Now, we sat side, side by side, and what I appreciated about him is he didn't hold nothing back because I don't think he could hold anything back, and I know whatever he had was much worse than what I had. Because he called his wife mid-shitter. I'm talking about right in the middle of it, he was giving it up to the Lord. And he was making the noises like you could tell he was struggling in his life at that point in time. Made me feel so much better because he had the sound effects and I didn't have no sound effects. But I'm glad I got to empty out my clip because he was damn sure letting some clips off. Right? So we both got out at the same time. We had that awkward eye contact because we knew we were just next to each other. I washed my hands. I watched to see if he was going to wash him hands, and he did. He did. You know what I'm saying? I, I, to me, I feel like that was a double wash hands shitter, but who am I to judge or whatever? So then my wife texted me like, where you at? I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm just finished shitting. I'm on my way. Drop the keys off to my mother-in-law. Hop in the car. Now we rolling. We hop on the freeway. We are we, making great time. We get to my son's first game five minutes before the game starts. I'm the assistant coach, so I'm just as important as the head coach. I got to get a pep talk. I got to break it, break them down. I got to let them know how we're going to set up the defense, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The second game was at 1220. Every game is probably about 40, 45 minutes or whatever, but that last game is going to be about 40, 45 minutes you know, depending if someone wins or, you know, when someone win or lose, if it go into a, um, if it goes into a tie in overtime, they're going to play two minutes. The the first minute is running. The second, the, 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 the last minute stops or whatever. But, you know, it doesn't matter. You win the game or you lose the game. You're going to have to add on an additional maybe 10 minutes 
if you lost, probably about five, five to ten minutes, they take you in a corner, give you that pep talk. You win, you win, then uh, you know you get a championship t-shirt or a trophy but this was just placing you for sunday's game which is very important for this story as well because this saturday was an extended saturday now the game the second game was at 12 20 and it ended at about one something now we won that game all right we swept the whole just to let you know we did sweep the whole um tournament so now remember i told you the baby's uh birthday that started at one. So we knew we first of all we weren't gonna be there on time anyway. Nobody I know that's black is gonna show up to Chuck E. Cheese on time. So we knew that we was we were still Gucci with that. So now we hop on the freeway. My son decided he wanted to stay with his teammates back in, you know, where we stay at. So now it's just it's just the three of us. Me, my wife, and Bailey. Y'all know who Bailey the Great is. She in the back. You know, giving it up, throwing it up, you know what I'm saying, representing the hood and her car seat. So we head into Torrance for the baby's birthday party. We get there. Mind you, the fellas is hitting me up and they was like, well, we're going to need your help distracting Dobby from a surprise birthday party. So we're going to come pick you up. The person that's coming to pick me up is the nigga that I'm surprising. So Dobby come and pick me up with my boy Will and we drive around around the block, down the street to a Friday's, where we meet my boy Smooth, which y'all be introduced to them, maybe all of them, uh, in the near future. Anyhow, we all meet up at Friday's, eating and drinking and talking about everything under the sun, trying to kill time. At this point, at this point, it's like somewhere between, I think it's somewhere between, like, three and four, something like that. Like, we was there for a cool minute. So my wife hit me up, was like, well, let me, you know, I'm going to let y'all know when we done here at Chuck E. Cheese, and then I'm going to come get you, all right? So this time, like, you know, like I said, I'm I'm there with the fellow. We just trying to kill time to keep Dobby away from his house because they're setting up for a surprise birthday party, all right? Keep in mind, the clock is still running. Don't forget about the 24-second clock. The reason why I haven't brought it up you know, I wasn't bringing it up is because I want to let you know all the activities. But through all these activities that I'm talking about, the 24-7, the 24, I keep calling it 24-7, 24-hour, the 24-second shot, uh, shot clock is moving. It's moving, right? So we talking and we talking and we talking. My wife hit me up and said she's on her way. I'm like, all right. I made up a lie and told Dobby, yo, we going out. Dobby was like, yeah, my wife want to take me somewhere. Not knowing that the wife was at, at the crib setting up his party. Wife come pick me up. We're planning to take uh, Bailey to my grandmother's house. So now we're on a time schedule because we have to be at, we have to be at Dobby's house at six, they wanted us there at six, but the the part official party wasn't going to start until six thirty. So it's about five and some change, and we weigh in torrents, and we had to go way back to the east side to my grandma's house. So we punching it, and we punching it. We got our clothes and things like that. We get to my grandma's house. Bailey is asleep, which is a major concern because. She hasn't been on my grandmother's house that much because of the distance that we stay in and my work schedule or whatever. So she's not used to my uh, my grandma that much, nor my auntie. So when she wakes up, I know she's going to flip out. 
right? But we didn't want to wake her up because we didn't want to have that, you know, that pressure of trying to console her and make her laugh and, and or sneak out or something like that while she was up and crying. So, so we left her asleep, we got dressed, and we, you know, freshened up at my mom's house. I mean, at my grandmother's house. So we get all freshened up, all diaper dandy, looking nice. If y'all, if y'all don't follow me on IG or Facebook, you're missing out because it was just two fly niggas that got dressed that night. And that was me and my wife. So we get dressed and we pull off and we get to my boy Dobby's crib at six o'clock on the dot. Party is just finishing, getting set up. And, you know, the fellas is on their way. At this point, Dobby's getting upset and he wants to come back home because he thinks he's going to miss dinner with his wife because he probably got a 24-second clock himself because he planned on getting some birthday beaks, okay? I, I don't know for sure, but if I was him, I'm freaky like that. I'm nasty like that. I'm horny like that. So I'm I'm sitting up here uh, thinking the clock is probably at... 15 seconds right now the clock is at 15 seconds right now and it's winding down you want to know why it's winding down i just got a text we got a group text that involves all the parents and the coaches uh it's also an app that we keep to notify us what time will we play sunday so when you usually have a tournament on saturday the games that you win or lose they calculate all those teams and the points and things like that, and it will let you know what time you will be playing the next day. So at first, we had 6 p.m. games, right? Then they changed it, and this this hurt my, this hurt my shot clock. They changed it to his first game to, to 8 o'clock in the morning, and the second clock was going to be at, was it 9.40? I think it was... Yeah, I think it was 9.40. 9.40 was the second game. Nine Was it 9.40 or 10.40? I'll remember by the end of this. Anyhow, we knew we had an 8 o'clock game, right? So we had the 8 o'clock game. I think it was the 9.40, but we had the 8 o'clock game. So once we once we got that, we like, yo, that's we got to be clutch now. Me and the wife was like, we got to be clutch. But now we eating and we drinking. Dobby shows up. Surprise! Nigga, surprise! He was surprised. He he semi-cried. I didn't see him cry, but I think he cried. I would have cried because it was a cry moment. Um, and, you know, the fellas is there. We just, we chilling. You know, the fellas, we usually go to Vegas, you know, because my boy Will stay out there. And it's just, we go out there more than we'll come out to L.A. and kick it all together because it's just more refreshing more relaxing to go to vegas because we get away from la we all from la but we want to try to get away from la you know majority of the group stays in la will stays in vegas i stay in ontario which is an hour away from la he stays in vegas which is three hours away from la and everybody else stay in la but you know sometimes you know college football weekend we go out there and we, and then after that or before that we just think of a reason to get out there just the fellowship and kick it in it's, it's just therapeutic just to kick it with the fellas but anyhow this particular situation is my boy's birthday and we out here kicking it chilling the party started at about 6 30 you know what i'm saying we eating and drinking toast cake you know drinks and things like that next thing you know we leave about 11.30. So we leave about 11.30. We go pick up Bailey. She's knocked out sleep. Knocked out sleep. We get in the car. We get on the freeway. 
we only have 49 miles worth of gas. Now, I stay 45 minutes to an hour away. You can just guess how many miles I stay. It's more than 49 miles. It's more than 49 miles. So, my wife did not want to get gas in L.A. She absolutely hates L.A. She loves L.A., but she hates L.A. So, she, the first thing that she said is, I don't want to get gas out here. It's too dangerous. And I said, you know what? We might as well get gas out here so we don't have to get gas out there. I'm tired. She was like, no, I don't want to get gas out here. It's too dangerous. I said, you know what? I'm not about to argue with you. So, we're going to take this thing as far as we can. I, again, get probably a little bit ha- just over half way to the crib stop at a um stop at a gas station with 5 miles left worth of gas left in my car all right we drive a prius and um i get to the gas station i fill it up my wife wakes up and then bailey wakes up at this point is after it's after midnight it's after midnight both of them wake up and they're both eating cold spaghetti that they took from the party. Cold spaghetti. So I look in the back seat. Bailey is talking. And she has spaghetti face. After midnight. My wife, on the other hand, she was loaded. Not drunk, but she was oiled and loaded. And when she gets oiled and loaded, she likes to say random shit. And then wants like an answer. You know, like she asks questions and then she wants an answer. And then it's like the answer doesn't fit. Or it's just not enough. How many shit you love me, Ron? You know what I'm saying? Or she does shit just to pick on me while she's loaded. And the reason why I said it doesn't matter if I answer the questions or not is because 10 minutes after she does that, she's going to fall asleep. And she's going to be out like a light. On the seatbelt. Knocked. Or whatever. And that's what happened. Both of them were asleep on the way there. Then when I got to the gas station, they both woke up and they and they ate some cold spaghetti. So we get back on to the freeway after eating, you know, after they ate, ate the cold spaghetti. And we heading home. Now we're about 15 minutes away from the house. Pull up. You know what I'm saying? I had to take out everything and get everything uh, in, inside the house. At this point, it's, uh, it's, approaching, it's, it's approaching 1 o'clock in the morning, right? So we got to change Bailey, get her in her pajamas, then, you know, shower. But I knew we were going to shower when we get there. We hopped right in the bed and went to sleep. Um, My bed felt so good. But that, remember I told you about the game times on Sunday. Game is at 8. So we didn't have to leave an hour before 8 o'clock because my son spent the night over his friend's house again, over his teammate's house, and they were going to get there. But we did have to leave by no later than 7.20, 7.30 in order to get there before the game started. So we get up. I take a shower. I'm on fumes at this point, you know what I'm saying? Because we went to bed a little bit after 1, and we woke up. We woke up about... Six something, about six something, tired. I'm talking about stupid tired. Shower, get dressed, put on my coaching shirt, about to live, man. You know, we get Bailey ready, you know, get in the car, head back to the gym. 
I, you know, we coached the first game, got the W. Then the second game came at nine forty or whatever, and that lasted. That was a, that was a championship game, and that lasted. Uh, we didn't leave until about a little bit after eleven. Now you will say, okay, well now you get to go home and rest. Wrong, wrong, because what I need to factor in is that we are taking Christmas pictures at three o'clock. In or at a park that's 30 minutes away from my house. So I'm at a gym that's 40 minutes away from my house, driving home, hoping to take a nap to be refreshed the whole nine, get dressed, and then drive 30 minutes back the other way to a park to take pictures. So we get back. We, we, took, we all took a nap. For about an hour, an hour and some change. Till my wife said, all right, Ron, it's time to get up. When she said that, it was a flashback of my mama telling me to get up to do something. I got so frustrated, right? I even slept a little bit longer. When she, But she did say, you know what? You can stay in the bed for about another 15 minutes, and then I'll let y'all know when to get up. That was music to my ears. So then I finally, you know, get the energy to get up, got my clothes, Got all diaper dandy. I wasn't about to take no goddamn shower, okay? I wasn't. I, I'm sorry. I was tired. I was tired. Side note. I ain't gonna say a side note, but this because this is a part of the story. I woke up. When I did wake up, my wife was putting on makeup. Completely normal, right? She was sitting in the sink. My wife was sitting in the sink, not standing up at the sink. We have a big-ass mirror in the bathroom, right? So I wake up. Now I sleep on the side of the bed. On my side, if you just if you sit up or if you look up, you're facing the mirror and the sink, right? I look up and my wife is sitting Indian style inside the sink putting on makeup. I don't know what to do with that. I honestly don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. I never uh, you know, I never said anything to her. I never approached her, you know, approached her. Uh, I never approached her about it. Um, and I, I still have it. I, and I might have to, like, tomorrow morning and just ask her, like, why were you sitting in the sink putting on makeup? I don't, I still don't understand it. I still don't understand it. Anyhow, she was getting ready. Uh, I had the job of ironing. Everybody, everybody's clothes. Keep in mind, we slept until one and it damn near took us an hour, hour and a half to get ready because, of course, I got to iron the clothes. You got to do the makeup. You got to do Bailey hair. My son drags. So <clears throat> we finally all get dressed up. We get in the car. We're frustrated and things like that. Bailey decides she wants to be hungry. So, but we couldn't stop and get nothing to eat because we were running late. So our appointment was at three o'clock. We get there a little bit after three and we're at this park and it's one of them big ass, you know, one of them huge ass parks, you know, the ones that you have to pay to get in to pay for parking and things like that. Um, they just, yeah, and then you, we get inside and, you know, the photographer brought her husband, you know, 
he was cool, you know, and he's there for protection and things like that. And we look around and there's all like other families with other photographers and shit like that taking pictures. We're all in the same area. It was like a Christmas picture gang. And we're all around just taking pictures and stuff like that. Now, here's where another problem comes in at. The clock is now at 10 seconds in that 24 second shot clock. Bailey did not cooperate at all. She was definitely the Bart Simpson of that Christmas picture photo shoot. So she decided that she didn't want to cooperate at all. Let's just say if the, if the lady took maybe 200 pictures, she successfully posed correctly in five of them. The rest is just pointing. She tried to jump in the goddamn pond after some ducks. She, the dogs kept barking and she just kept paying attention to them. She was pointing that shit that we didn't know what she was pointing at. She kept trying to jump out of my arm. She kept trying to jump from arm to arm. When we put her down, she picked up some leaves and some sticks and she was just playing with that. She found rocks and decided she knew how to throw them. She didn't want to be held. Then she wanted to be held. She didn't want to pose. This, that, and the third. The only reason why she went to the camera lady because she thought the, lady, the camera lady was going to pick her up and take her to the pond where she wanted to jump in. So at, at some point, after a few destinations, we just said, you know what? We're going to shut it down. This shit is not going to happen because she's not going to co cooperate. So we get in the car. We leave. Then we remembered we took the chicken out to eat, but we don't have anything to eat with it. So I said, you know what? Let's do cabbage, and let's do some macaroni and cheese. I want to do a new experiment with some mac and cheese. So, you know, we went to the store. Mind you, this is a countdown. After the, At this point, it's after, it's uh, probably like after five or something like that. I think it's getting close to five or whatever. We're at the supermarket. We pick up a couple of items. Now the... It's gotten down to five seconds. Five seconds on the shot clock. Five seconds on the shot clock. Get to the crib. Before I pull up to the house, I break it down. Remember I told you about that player that figures out his strategy on what he's going to do within that 24 seconds. So I told my son, I said, when we get into the house, I need you to go straight upstairs and I need you to take a bath, take a shower or a bath, whichever you want to do. But I, I don't need you to play around. I don't need you to lollygag. I need you to get in the tub. Now, wife, you either got upstairs or you got downstairs. That's usually how we separate how we're going to clean the house. Majority of the time, I'm going to clean the downstairs because I'm going to be cooking. But the downstairs is the, you know, is, of course, the kitchen. And then there's the living room. So they both go hand in hand. She just has to clean up the room. But her other responsibility is when she takes a bath, you know, Bailey usually takes a bath with her. And we're trying to get everything set up. It's all emotion. So my son takes a bath because so we won't have to wait on him. My daughter takes a bath with my wife. And then I'm downstairs cooking and I'm downstairs cleaning. Now, another roadblock. My son has an assignment for school that he has to finish. So apparently he had an assignment where he needed uh, he needed to write uh, 800 words. He only had 250. So he had to get the laptop and my wife had to sit up there and, you know, watch him do that. 
we have a show that we watch together called This Is Us. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all watch it. If y'all don't, y'all should look into it. It's a very emotional show. I absolutely love it. I definitely love it over that over that dry ass The Walking Dead. They're pissing me off. That's a whole nother podcast, a whole nother rant. So This Is Us is one of my newest shows that I love. We're on the second season, uh, probably only about three episodes in, and we're we're just we're due for. Um, for episode and on the average we watch between two to three episodes um you know on my off days after practice and or on the weekend now we could kill a whole half a season or a whole season in a weekend but uh only if we don't have anything to do which is very rare so again we're at five seconds i said to the wife you know, once dinner was done, we looking at about six thirty, seven o'clock ish or whatever. Good timing. You know, the wife took a uh, took a bath. Bailey took one. You know, only person that's left is me. Now I ate downstairs, so I wouldn't have to bring extra dishes down. I started the dishwasher. I took her plate up there. Bailey eats off of her plate. The son took his bath. Everything is rolling. I go upstairs and I say, wife, we're going to get at least two or three episodes in tonight. The wife looked at me. She looked at me. And she looked at me. And she said, we'll be lucky to get through one. That shot clock went down to three seconds, fellas. Now, like I said, if you don't plan what you need to do, once that time is going down, you'll panic and you'll either throw up a bullshit ass shot or a shot clock will expire. So at this point, I got past the roadblock in my son's, you know, 800 word essay. All right. That we're waiting on that to be done. But she killed me when she said that we might get through one. That let me know her energy is way way down now don't get me wrong it's times where i'm dumb tired but i'm always down for the nookie i'm always down to get freaky i'm always down for the vagina juice okay always now i might not perform i might i might not perform that 60 point game uh that last kobe game where you put up 60 i might not do that type of performance but you know we're gonna get some things accomplished Oh, we definitely going to get some things accomplished. So when I heard her say that, I already figured this ain't looking good. This is not looking good. So now when he's finished, I said, let's get in the show. Let's get a show in. The wife mentioned we can go to bed right now. When she said that, there was no fighting it. There was no, come on, let's just. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Now I need a backup plan because there's only three seconds left. And right now I need to put this shot up. So the son, you know, my uh, my mother-in-law, she arrives. She's getting ready. She goes straight upstairs. She grabs her plate. She's about to get ready for bed after she eats. My son is going to go get ready for bed. When my son closes that door, that's the second part of the uh, well, it's basically the end of the plan is the second part of the plan because now we all we have to do is worry about Bailey. But guess what? Guess who's wide open? Well, I mean, guess who's wide awake? Bailey. She has no interest in falling asleep, which is 
hurting my chances of getting them draws. And once Bailey got her bottle and she laid back with her eyes wide open, my wife laid on her right side. So let me explain you how let me explain how we fall asleep. I sleep on my left shoulder, she sleeps on her right. So if you can picture that, that means we sleep back to back. Bailey in the middle. Sometimes we end up like an H. You know, or sometimes we just look like a we look like an M. You know? Um depending on how Bailey, you know, ends up in the bed. But we basically, she sleeps on one side of the bed, I sleep on the other side of the bed, and we I sleep on my left shoulder, and she sleeps on her right shoulder. Once she sleeps on that right shoulder, fellas, it's murder she wrote. I remember saying something to Bailey, and in slow motion, I saw my wife turn over on her right shoulder. When she turned over on her right shoulder, the shot clock went to one second. And uh, the light was off. The TV was off. She went to sleep. Not only did she go to sleep first, <laughs> Bailey went to sleep second. Bailey decided to go to sleep second. And she sounded, she sounded like a, uh, she sounded like an elderly garbage disposal. So I had to give her, uh, and I had to give her one of those Detroit piston elbows to to make her be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes my wife likes to hop in and, and plays along in that band, but you know Bailey did that. You know my wife started making these, you know. Weird, like bisexual helicopter noises, and um, I just couldn't take it. I was sleepy, and I accepted the turnover. I accepted the fact that I'm not getting no draws tonight. I didn't get no draws Saturday with my wife super oiled, you know. But at the same time, we had no time to breathe that day because we had back-to-back activities. So then I just knew I was going to get some on Sunday night, and that just didn't happen. Clock expires, no draws. Now, when I go to work on Monday, I don't get off till Tuesday morning. So you're like, wow, at least you can just, all that buildup, you can release on Tuesday night. Till I realized I took an extra shift, another overnight, which leads into my Wednesday all-day shift, and I don't get out till Thursday. So potentially, I won't get no draws until Thursday. Mind you, this started. <laughs> this started. Actually, I mean, I mean, if you, if you want to be real, it starts from last Thursday or whatever. But once I go to work on Friday, I don't get out till Saturday morning, and that's when I started the clock because I have absolutely no chance on a Friday. And if I don't get none Thursday, then I'm just asked out, you know. So there it is, folks. That was my weekend. Um, what can I do? What can I do? This is the life of a tailor, you know. It's very busy. Uh, we don't have anything. And I told my wife, do not plan anything 
next weekend. The following weekend is my birthday. Okay, the following the following Saturday is my birthday, December twenty third. I'll be turning thirty five. Wife got something up her sleeve. I'm all for it. Hopefully, it's a threesome. Um, and that's it. You know, your boy BTG, BTG for president, and that was my twenty four second shot clock in the weekend. You know, if you got any, um, <laughs> you got any feedback on that? If you have any twenty four second shot clock experiences, where and this is mainly for the guys. Tell you the truth, because I don't. I just technically. Like, to tell you the truth, I don't know too many ladies that's as horny and are, are just, just... I know women think about sex just as much as we do, if not more. But just the ones that try to pursue it, you know? I mean, y'all feel... I mean, feel free to chime in and send what y'all want to send in. But I'm telling you right now, uh, this is for the fellas. I know it... For all the fellas out there, when you got kids, bro, and, like, I got two in the household, you know? So... Uh, Salute to those parents uh, that that have three, four, five. You know anything above anything any anything above one or two kids. Like salute to them, cause I know trying to get them draws is rough. You know what I'm saying salute to y'all, and if y'all want to, man, send y'all twenty four second shot clock story in. You know what I mean? It's your boy BTG, and again, like always, my opinion is better than your facts. Welcome to my life. Alright? Have sex. Just have some healthy sex. Jungle vagina juice sex. <laughs>